When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Red Sox Precap Podcast, your podcast from the Over the Monster Network, where we recap the series that just ended, preview the series that's about to start for your Boston Red Sox. I'm your host, Keaton DeRocher, joined as always by Bailey Von Schneider. Bailey, nice little, quick little two-game series, and the good news was, um, after the first game, there was no way the Red Sox could lose. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> about, about time for one of those. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, it was a good first game. Uh, so the first game saw Whitlock versus Wright, and Whitlock didn't have his best start. He only lasted three innings, three runs, four hits. He walked four, which is very unlike him. He usually doesn't walk anybody. He had five Ks, and then they brought Danish, who did two shutout innings. Um, he got the credit for the win, and then we had Brazier, Robles, Schreiber finished off the eighth and ninth for the save. Um, the offense actually showed up like they were getting two out hits which was kind of crazy you know um we got uh six runs topped off by a devers grand slam bogarts added three hits story added two we had two rbis um so it it looked like the they could potentially be coming out of it especially if you start to get 
story to really start hitting and then if you have Devers hitting like this the offense could potentially come together um so it's it's interesting that you know when we don't get the best start from Whitlock the offense comes alive so it th- that seems to sort of be this weird thing that the Red Sox have where it's like all of a sudden all the pitching will look really good and the hitting can't hit and then when the pitching struggles all of a sudden they'll score nine runs <laughs> you know so it's a uh, it's it's interesting what did you think about Whitlock's start yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, obviously, the the walks are a bit uncharacteristic. Drove the pitch count way up. Mm, yeah. eighty two pitches when he got pulled after the third inning, which mm. uh, very unlike him. But only allowed four hits. The four walks was weird. Um, mm-hmm. The three runs off of that kind of makes sense. But five strikeouts in three innings, pretty solid. Did give up one home run, but um, for as awkward of a start as it was, um, it was still a pretty decent start, even though it was short. Three runs is tough, but obviously, you know, the Red Sox offense had bailed him out already by that time mm-hmm. uh, with six runs in the in the second inning. Yeah. Um, so that was really good to see. And especially with Trevor Story, um, he was my, uh, I guess, spoiler alert, he was my MVP of the series here. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this game for the offense, it felt like the breakout game that they needed for me. Yes. Because Kyle Wright coming into this had like one of the better ERAs in the National League and had yeah, been, been pretty great. much dominating everybody that he had come up against the Red Sox to get six runs off of them in an inning was completely yeah. unexpected. I thought they were going to get steamrolled this game and <laughs> kind of went <laughs> the other way. So that felt really good. Um, you know, Bogarts added three hits. He just kept being really hot himself. Uh, 11 hits total for the team. This kind of felt like that collective, like, just – Everything was clicking for them. Mm-hmm. And then even on top of that, they left 24 men on base. So, like, they could have done significantly more damage than they did. And yeah. uh, and they, they, had, they had already done a lot. So, it felt like that was a game that was like, oh, yeah, I remember this offense being good. Let's have more of that. Yes, it, it can be good. We know it can be good. And maybe this is sort of a, a turning point. But then when you say it's a turning point and then when we get into game Two, it's like, I don't know, there's just too many like ebbs and flows, I feel like, with this team, and it's just completely frustrating, I feel like. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we can dive into that one now. Uh, Evaldi versus Ian Anderson in game two. The Red Sox took the loss 5-3. Evaldi, pretty good start. Uh, six and a third, six hits, did give up three runs, but only walked one, struck out six. Mm-hmm. Uh, not a bad start there. Strom and Schreiber followed uh, with shutout appearances. And then Brazier in the ninth, back-to-back days with an appearance for Brazier, getting up the walk-off, two-run homer. Uh, Story did finally hit his first dinger. Yay. J.D. Martinez added two, uh, two hits. 14 men left on base in this one, so that was kind of tough to swallow there. Yeah. But um, what were your thoughts on Evaldi's start? Yeah, it's it's so – Evaldi's having, like, the strangest season where it's like he looks like he has no-hit stuff and then he's just been giving up home runs at, like, an obscene rate for him. Like, he usually never gives up home yeah. runs. And then it's like – I understand it's because he does – he throws strikes. So when you throw strikes, you know, those strikes will be hit out. So I, I do understand that, but it just feels like it's been more than he's ever given up, which is, which is strange, but like overall, it's still like, he's the best pitcher that they have like six and a third, three earned runs. Like you should win that. You should win that stat. That's how I feel like truthfully. Yeah. 
Do you think going to Brazier uh, on back-to-back days in the tie game there in the ninth was the right move for the bullpen? Or do you think, like, uh, at that point, Diekman had had three days off. Yeah. Uh, Might have been a, a better option there in the ninth. Um, yeah. I, what, what, do yeah. You, what do you think about that move? Okay, so I, I love Alex Cora, but I, I hate Alex Cora's bullpen management. I feel like <laughs> even when you win a World yeah. Series in 2018, I'm still like, this bullpen management isn't great. It's I think it's his... It's literally, I think it's his biggest flaw. Um, and I just, I don't know what he does sometimes with some of these choices. And I've never been a big Brazier person. I do understand when Brazier can hit 96 plus, it's he's going to be more effective. He really isn't effective when he's like under 96. Um, and when he does pitch like that, it's been well. But I, yeah, going back to back on someone like him, it's just... I, I don't know. It, it's tough. And it, this is a, a, not even necessarily a game where I, I can fault the bullpen. I can fault the bullpen management. I feel like you, you can fault the offense again, like 14 left on base with a, a really decent start from Avaldi. Like, you know, it's just like, I feel like nothing is clicking yeah. properly for this team. No, but I, I feel like they've got the momentum though, particularly with story. So he had the, the multi-hit game in game one, hit his first mm-hmm. home run in game two. It feels like he's starting to turn the corner now. Yes. I think that's going to be a huge piece in this offense, scoring more runs. And if they're able to push across even just one more run per game, I mean, think of how many times we've gone into the ninth and one run has been the difference for this bullpen. Yeah. Right. That, yeah. I mean, they lead the league in blown saves with nine and having just one more run really could have made the difference in most of those. <laughs> And this Absolutely. is a completely different team. So having yep. Story be able to uh, contribute more offensively with J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, and Devers, I think is going to be huge. And I, I feel really confident with how he's been over the last week now. It feels like it's happening. And I'm trying not to get too excited. But as you can tell, I'm already too excited. So I'm I'm probably going to get let down. But <laughs> I'm already there. So why not? Yeah. No, I, I, I feel you. It's just been such a... It's just been like, I feel like they're toying with all of our emotions because like you had game one where it's like, oh my God, look at how great this team can be. And then you just have game two where you just have a really solid start from Nathan Avaldi that you should get a win from and they just don't. So it's just been one of the more frustrating. I mean, 2020, they were just terrible. So it's not even like they could frustrate me because there was like a glimmer of hope. Like there's glimmers of hope and I think that's why I get so upset this season. Yep. <laughs> Definitely with you on that one. Uh who is your MVP of the series? Yeah, I was with you. I was with Story. It really looked like he potentially what would be turning a corner and if he is, like you said, that's that's really vital for this offense. Um, I, I, so I, I really think it's all going to play out well for story. I think he's going to, you know, I think it's going to be a good acquisition. I mean, I mean, if you compare him to Marcus Simeon, he's a dang steal, you know, yeah, Simeon true. has just been, Oh God. So, you know, so it's like, you know, you, everybody that wanted Simeon, what would you be saying if like the Red Sox gave Marcus Simeon that type of a contract, like story's making less money and is being more productive right now. And I think in the long run story will be productive for the Red Sox. Yep, totally agree. And speaking of Simeon, we'll take a quick break, <laughs> come back, and preview the series against the Rangers. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, you're up to the minute. Standings in the American League East. New York Yankees leading the division at 22-8. and eight. The Rays in second. 19 and 13 blue jays in third 17 and 15 six games back the orioles in fourth 14 and 18 nine games back and the red Sox are two and a half back of them at 11 and 20 uh the good news is here we go down to texas to play the also fifth placed rangers at 12 and 17 fifth place in the al west uh, pitching matchups here, we've got Pavetta versus Dunning in Game 1. Uh, Red Sox to be determined on Saturday, potentially a call-up or a bullpen day. Really not looking forward to that versus Otto. Uh, Whitlock versus old friend Perez in Game 3. How do we feel about those matchups? Um, I'm really hoping that this could be a, a turning point for the Red Sox. Like When we get into yeah. it, I'm going to say, uh, I think this is going to be the first sweep of the season. I feel like this team is actually terrible. I don't think the Red Sox are <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm re- like Dunning doesn't terrify me at all. Perez doesn't scare me. I'm really not too familiar with Otto. Um, I think that I think this could be a good a good a good series for the Red Sox to really start to get back up on their feet. Yeah, I I ended up going Red Sox two out of three. I wanted mm-hmm. so badly to go Red Sox sweep, but I just, mm-hmm. I'm I still be, traumatized tough, I by, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just, I, just cause baseball's weird and, you know, might be a bullpen day and maybe there's, there's something there. Uh, but you know, in my heart, I really wanted to, but I ended up going two out of three. Hey, series win still good. Step in the right direction. So we'll take that. Um, I, I feel the same. I'm not worried about Dunning. Don't know much about mm-hmm. Otto. Perez, not really worried about that. Pavetta, this seems like a, a get-right game for him. He's kind yeah. of he's, he's been figuring his stuff out, and so if he's going to get it figured out, this would be a great one to do it. Um, feel like Whitlock's going to have himself a great game, but whatever they do in game two, they should be able to piece that together enough, whether that's a call-up or a bullpen, um, to put together a win there. So, feel pretty solid. A lineup that the Rangers are rolling out there. Brad Miller leading off. Marcus Simeon hitting second. Corey Seager hitting third. Uh, Jonah Heim hitting fourth, Adolis Garcia, hitting fifth, Cole Calhoun, then uh, Nathaniel Lowe, Nick Solak, Eli White, mm-hmm. hitting ninth. Uh, not a whole lot there offensively. Uh, they spent a whole buttload of money on that middle infield, and it's not doing a whole lot right now. Nope. Uh, any trouble you foresee there in that lineup? I mean, like you said, there's on paper, like Simeon and Seeger should scare you. But Simeon is one of the worst hitters right now in, in baseball. So it's crazy. 
so i mean maybe nothing really scares me i mean i think that the only one that potentially can scare you is still seager like he's gonna he's gonna he's good still he's gonna run into something but overall that lineup does not terrify me in the slightest and i mean if you want to go for the bag and be stuck in texas for like over a decade like good on you Corey. like you've you already won your championship. You couldn't win anything more if you tried. Like, I'm pretty sure a World Series MVP, I think he was even the NLCS MVP. So I get it. Go for your bag. But now you're literally stuck in Texas. So, Yeah. Um, you know, the average could be better there. But he's got, you know, seven home runs. He's still getting on base. But given what's around him, don't pitch to him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take your chances That's- with the rest and you'll be yeah. fine. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Yeah, so definitely with you there. Um, series, pre- oh, yeah, we already did that. Series prediction on MVP. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Pavetta. I think we're gonna get a really, really solid start from him. I really thought he turned a corner in his last one. Um, I'm excited. I think he's gonna go out there and he's gonna really change things for him. I like it. That's a good one. I wanna. I went with Devers just because I was. Uh, I was hoping to keep that offensive thing rolling yeah. and uh if we're picking another offensive mvp then and things are going in the right direction so deborah's been hot let's keep it going so all right thanks for listening we have some other great pods on this over the monster podcast ne- podcast network we have the over the monster podcast from matt and brian we have the uh the red seat that jake and i do and we have uh the red Sox on deck pod that bob and some other co-hosts do so uh Keep everything tuned right here over the Monster Podcast Network for everything Red Sox related because uh, we've got a bunch of good stuff that we're churning out just for you on the weekly. Uh, you can find both of us over at Over the Monster where we do roundtables and stuff. Um, have you done anything else? Um, no, not really anything other than, you know, just throwing the recap up after we're done, you know. But I need to get back into doing it all. But my schedule's been wild. <laughs> yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other stuff to plug? No, no, you just follow me on Twitter at frolin 89 Everything that I do is right in there in my uh, bio. So, yeah, just uh, check it out. Perfect. You can also find me on Twitter at SpokenKeats. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for a nice little recap of hopefully Red Sox series win. <laughs>